The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, on Wednesday, we are going to find out exactly how dog constituencies and boundaries are going to be changed. But our political correspondent, Sean Defoe, has been pouring through census data and uh, has a sense of where things might change uh, on Wednesday. So, Sean, remind us, why is this happening? So, it's happening because the number of TDs links to the number of people through the Constitution. And we've had a lot more people in Ireland since 2020, in fact, since 2016, since the last census. So, uh, the government had to charge the newly created Electoral Commission with coming up with new constituencies to incorporate as many as 21 extra TDs to meet that population. The Constitution says there has to be a one TD for between every 20,000 to 30,000 people and as of the census, 38 of the 39 constituencies are in breach of that. The only one that isn't is Limerick County and it's not in breach of like 100 people. Like, you know, it's it's almost okay. in breach. So that's why they're doing, in reality, the, the rules that have been set down is that they have to come up with each constituency that will be made of either three, four or five seat constituencies. They have to, as much as possible, respect county guidelines, county boundaries is in whole counties, the county of whatever, the county of Kilkenny, whatever it happened to be, um, and should try to avoid breaching those. And with the way the census fell, we know that there will be at least 11 extra TDs and up to 21 extra. So it could go to 181. Oh, so I was about to say, so how many will we end up with? We don't know. Anywhere between, what, 177 and 181? 171 to 181 is the range that they can go based on the population. It depends on who you talk to. I've heard some TDs say they think it'll be about a dozen. I've heard quite a few other people say that they think they'll go closer to the full 21. I was kind of going through the numbers and I'd say it'll be closer to 21. 17 or 18 extra TDs is what I think. There now, will be. Uh, before we talk through where the changes might happen, I mean, this has real import for the next general election for mm. specific politicians as well. It's not that long ago we had other boundary changes and it, it directly affected whether people got into the doll or not. Yeah, definitely. I was talking to, to Noel Rock today on the Let Me Explain podcast and he, uh, he he was one of those affected last time around where he had about 1,400 votes in Drumcondra and Glasnevin moved out of his Dublin Northwest constituency and then lost his seat by 400 votes. So, you know, it, it literally cost him the election. He boosted his vote in all the other bases that he kept within the constituency. You've seen other times where TD switched constituency over it. I'm thinking of Frankie Fian who switched into Sligo Leitrim when Bit of Roscommon went into that is hometown of Boyle. So it really does affect it. And also the makeup as well. So we're talking this time around that the thinking is a lot of rural constituencies will go from one five-seater to two three-seaters. And why is that important, do you think? Well, it's a lot easier for the big parties to get elected in a three-seater and a lot harder for small parties to get in. If you're in a three-seat constituency to get a seat, you need 25% of the vote. If you're in a five-seater, you need about 16.6. So it allows, say, Sinn Féin, who will have the win behind them, to pick up those seats a lot more easily or, or to dominate small constituencies. Prime example, I think, is probably Donegal. Uh, Sinn Féin got two out of five seats there last time on 45% of the vote, probably left a seat behind them. If that stays as a five-seater this time, you could well see them getting three. But if it's split into two, three-seaters and they keep 45% of the vote, then Sinn Féin suddenly have a chance of getting four seats, uh, four of the six up there. And that's the kind of arithmetic that will then make up, obviously, the next government because they need to pull a lot of seats in if they're going to be in power. And it's worth re-emphasising the point I think you make about uh, uh, trying as much as possible to respect county boundaries because Sligo Leitrim, as you say, does have some of Roscommon in it. (laughs) Wicklow, of course, (laughs) has, uh, it's it's Carlow East. There's a large part of kind of northeast Carlow that's actually Mm. in the Wicklow constituency. Roscommon Galway has only a bit of Galway, which is also split over Galway East and Galway West. And Roscommon Galway also has bits of Athlone in it. Uh, Louth has 
a good big chunk of Meath in it, including the suburbs of Drogheda. I met someone the other day who described themselves as from Drogheda County Meath, which I'd never heard before, but is how some of the locals there think of themselves because they're in the sort of hinterland. So there's lots of those. They tried to resolve a bit of it in, in the last Boundary Commission and they ended up making Carlo, Cavan, Kildare and Clare whole again so that they weren't split, but in the process divided or made new breaches in Leashmead, Offaly, Roscommon and Tip. So it's never quite simple. Okay. There's always a few that they breach. So uh, talk us through a few of the constituencies then you, you, you might suspect are going to change on Wednesday and how they might change. Yeah, so I've been sort of looking through the numbers. Obviously this is largely based on the population and as one TD put it to me, it all depends on where they start. A bit like picking your fantasy football team. You know, you pick your best player first and then whatever points you have left over, you go and you sort of fix the rest. So I think the place that they will have started with this is Dublin Fingal because that presents the biggest headache. It absolutely has to change. There's no doubt about that. It's already at five TDs. They can't go above that because of their own rules, not actually of any legislation. Uh, it already has that. It was the third fastest growing constituency between 2016 and 2020. Huge amount of young families up there who are buying all the new build housing estates up there. And very, it's the youngest constituency in the country as well. So you're going to have more children born there. The population is going to continue mm. to boom. So what are they going to do up there is sort of the big question that they'll then pretty much reshape all of North Dublin. General thinking is that they might divide it into two, into a North Fingal and a South Fingal. The South being Swords, maybe taking Hoth away from Dublin Bay North, which would be a big population base uh, there, which would also fix the overpopulation problem in Dublin Bay North. And then having the North being Balbriggan, Skerries, Rush, all that kind of area and having it maybe as a four and a three seater. So if they did that, you'd have two extra seats. But then you're sort of tinkering with a lot of others. You're tinkering with Dublin Bay North. You're probably going to tinker with Dublin West, which is Leo Varadkar's constituency, which again is over the limit. But if you push some of that into a new Fingal South, you'd solve some of that. So I think there'll probably be four or five, or between four and six new seats in Dublin alone, because mm. you've also got issues to deal with. Between Dublin Rathdown and Dunleary, you need an extra seat. And then probably between Dublin Midwest, Southwest, and South Central, there needs to be an extra seat between three. So you've got to sort of tinker. Now, the, the, the part of the country you're talking about there, I mean, so Swords and Balbriggan and places like that, some of the fastest growing towns in Ireland. Are they going to future-proof this? So that, you know, right, there's no point in tweaking it now and in mm. five years' time tweaking it again. No, uh, is what they've okay. said. That's what Art O'Leary, the, the chairman of the commission, has said. And we, we all thought they would because you've got 20 TDs. You think, gosh, surely that will do us for, for absolutely ages. He reckons that uh, every year population growth is going to mean you need an extra two TDs. So even future-proofing this now, you're going to need another 10 by the time we get to the next election. So it's sort of constantly ticking over. Unless, unless you change the constitution. Unless you change the constitution, which is what some have called for, what Malcolm Noonan spoke to him today as well, the the. Minister for uh, law or for uh, election reform, and he said that's what he wants to do. Just scrap this. It, it's a thing that Dev came up with at a time when Ireland was very different. Back in the 1930s, we weren't seeing big mass Im- uh, immigration coming into the country as we are now, and mass migration of workers coming here. You need to change it because this ever expanding doll just doesn't doesn't work. You can't, uh, you know, if it keeps going, you won't be able to fit them into Leinster House in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, anyway, I, I kind of distracted you from going through yes, some of the sorry. consistencies that might change when I asked you about future proofing. So that. That's how they might deal with Dublin. There will be uh, some redrawing of boundaries, some neighbourhoods moved from one constituency to another to... to uh, to deal with uh, them being under or over represented outside the capital what might happen? Yeah so if we go to the commuter belt obviously is one that will be affected by it I mentioned the issue there in Louth and East Meath and there is going to be an issue there Louth as a five-seater is over the population boundary you wonder with some of 
the meath that is in Louth go back to East Meath and you add a seat there that would mm. seem to be the, the cleanest way to do it I think Meath is what three Meath East is three and Meath West is three okay so you could make Meath East a four, a four seater, seater bringing in some of Louth and that would also fix Louth's problem there probably needs to be an extra seat in between Meath West and Longford West Meath how they divide that again probably a, a changing of boundaries and adding a seat somewhere I think North Wicklow will get an extra TD and probably take in some of South Wicklow or, or sorry North um, Kildare I meant there will get an mm. extra seat and then there's a really interesting one in Wicklow-Wexford because Wicklow and Wexford are both five-seaters. Yes. Between them, they need 11 TDs. So how you divide that is interesting. And Wicklow is a really fascinating one because all five TDs are from either Bray or Greystones in the north of the county. Really weird geographical bases that you don't really get anywhere else yes. in the country. And South Wicklow they're probably... They're basically Dublin South. They're basically, They've got five <laughs> Dublin South t- or four Dublin... Five Dublin South TDs. With, you know, with more oat milk lattes, happy pears and sea swims, you know, <laughs> that they just throw in for the crack there. But then South Wicklow probably doesn't have enough of a population to have its own three-seater. So you wonder... And again, Wexford also needs to either be put, split into two or, or, or some way to accommodate more people because it's over. So you wonder what would happen. Would there be maybe a four-seat North Wicklow a three-seater of North Wexford slash South Wicklow, maybe Gorey up, uh, and then a four-seater or five-seater other Wexford constituency. Again, that goes against the commission rules of trying not to breach county uh, boundaries, but it's yeah. a very difficult uh, hole to fix. Is there a constitutional rule against having six TDs? No. The, the only thing the constitution says is it must be at least three. And in fact, in the past, way back when, there were seven, eight-seater constituencies, um, but the government has decided and the instructions they gave the commission is it can only be three, four, five. So they're they're hamstrung by that, but not by law. And the logic one would assume is that it, you make... Wexford a six-seater, ultimately a seven-seater, that it just has too much clout compared to the counties around it. Is that the idea? I, I guess. I, I don't really know why they didn't go for it. And there's a lot of politicians, and I would, I would agree, that thinks you should have gone with six-seaters because it would just seem it would to solve fix, a lot of the problems. It would solve a lot of headaches. And actually, if you were looking at it politically from Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil who were struggling against uh, Sinn Féin, it actually makes it a lot easier for them to retain seats or even to hold a second yeah. seat because if their vote is falling to 20%, the more three-seaters you have, you're going to be squeezed out. Whereas in a six-seater, you, you might pick up extra seats. Uh, might, and I'll, I'll betray my own kind of uh, interest in this question. Might Carlo mm-hmm. Kilkenny be split? Looks like it. Yeah, that's the talk. Is Carlo Kilkenny going to be split? Uh, but again, it sort of was weird ones because between Carlo Kilkenny and Waterford, there needs to be an extra seat. Yes. Where you divide that is tricky because Waterford is only very slightly over the population limit. Um, I think it's 126,000 where they have four seats, so they should have 120. Uh, so I wonder, and again, I'm portraying my ferry bank interest here, would they take a big chunk of ferry bank into Waterford and make it a five-seater? And then you could have a standalone, maybe Kilkenny. Always at it. I'm telling you, never stop. Ne- never not at it. You have Go to on. look. I have to claim all the time. Just keep on getting. You woke up with all my all my posts, all my life came right. Just Carlo and or Kenny and Waterford. I just want, just want to be on the Waterford side for once, you know. So um, they, they might go that way. Any big changes in the southwest or west? Yeah. So I think the, the, you might split Kerry. You might see Kerry go back to north and south okay. as it traditionally was. Tipperary is probably going to be split to go back to that as well. Uh, like I mentioned, Donny Gall. A couple of other splits. Lee, Lee Shoffley. They'll be sick of splitting because it was Lee Shoffley for years. For 2016, it became Leash and Offaly. Yeah. 2020 went back to Lee Shoffley, and now could be split again in Cork I think there'll probably be two to three there is one seat one extra seat due for the cities between Cork South Central and North Central and then one probably for the county in the Cork East part of the constituency um, and then yeah Loudmead Galway needs an extra seat how you do that I'd say probably Galway East gets an extra seat takes a bit of population from Galway West a bit of population from Roscommon Galway and that solves that so overall I think 17 or 18 is probably where we land I'll probably be proven totally wrong on Wednesday morning uh, but it's big changes all around and of course there will be some TDs who on Wednesday are looking at this going 
I'm going to have a real tough job to keep my seat. Yeah, listen, it'll be fascinating to see. And Sean, thanks a million for talking us through uh, in such great detail. Uh, and as you can imagine on the text line, there is great, great enthusiasm for more TDs uh, in the doll. Uh, Sean Defoe, our political correspondent. Thank you. We'll get the news headlines. Here's Eamon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.